You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy. For 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, Badger Sats here with you. Woogie, our producer's on Yippie Beans or something tonight, Scotty Sattler. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe we can catch a little bit of that. How are you, Sats? It's Team List Tuesday, the first <laughs> for 2021. Yeah, and They're of course, Badge and listeners, uh, everyone anticipating who's going to get some of those key positions in some of, the, some of the clubs or your club that you support. I've been quite interested in a... A few of those, uh, a few of those clubs, most notably the West Tigers. I've been really interested in, in um, what their team makeup was always going to yeah. be like with so many good signings that are going surprises? to their club. The Gold Coast Titans with their big signings. There's a few players that have missed out as well. Yeah, gonna... so um, that's what we love about Teamless Tuesday, mm. especially for round one. Not going to give it too much away, but there's a bloke whose um, first name's Andrew, last name's Fafita. He's missed out at the Sharks. Mm. So um, Tom Dearden. Missed out. Missed out to Brodie Croft at the Broncos. Hey, talking about the Broncos, Alex Glenn from the Brisbane Broncos is going to join us uh, pretty soon. If you've got any questions for him, that club, gee, what a, um, what a nightmare 2020 was. And uh, he's been newly appointed as the captain. I know he's done the job before. But um, we're going to catch up with him pretty soon. But you can shoot any questions through on zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. That's our text line. You can text us about anything you like or call us. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Um who else? Oh, a couple of big signings or a couple of good signings. Herman SES, he missed out for the Titans. Yeah. Scotty Sattler. Mm. So um, but we will run through those pretty soon. And if you're wa- you're wondering, we'll tell you who got the fullback job at the uh the Cowboys too pretty soon. Hey, um, last night there was a big debate going on in our studio, I think all over the place. What did you watch? Did you watch? Oh, it was captivating. TV Shane last after night. that interview. Oh, and you did so well to line Shana Jack up last night. Sats. We interviewed her last night before her story uh, on uh, on Australian Story on the mm. ABC. That was um, that was. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't change over to one of those other dull shows. I was disappointing. It only went for thirty odd minutes. You wanted. Yeah, to see more, Australian didn't Story you? always does. Yeah. It's like we needed a part two. They tease you, don't they? There's so much more mm. to it. Um, Maths, is anyone still watching? Yeah, I, I do watch maths. And I've got to oh, say, I started watching a little bit of maths before the Shana Jack Australian story. Well, I've got a, um, some, some uh, needles here if you want to just take that moment and stick them in your eyes. You'll probably have a better time than watching that. Did it, what, Megan and Harry was the big ratings winner. Uh, everyone seemed to watch that. Uh, My wife maybe on watched Oprah. that after the Australian story. We so flicked it over as well streaming. for a bit. Um, I, I couldn't watch too much of it, but. Um, what about the, but the one thing I did see, and uh, this there were some surprising revelations, but uh, Megan revealed this. And also, 
concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who, who is having that conversation with you? What? There is a conversation. Hold up. Hold up. There's Stop several. Right conver- there are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be, potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation. I think that would be very damaging to them. Mm. Oh yeah, it was it was actually whether you're a Rawls fan or not. Uh, I think it's quite intriguing watching, actually, to be quite honest. Uh, there's been a lot of support. Uh, there's also been um, a lot of critics as well. I, if she's going to come out and make some really robust claims, mm. I, you know, I, I think she's got to put names to it. Why? Well, she's, she's just telling it how it is. I mean, I'll get to that eventually. The, that, that, that won't be dropped you straight away. Pebbles or you throw rocks. But, but that's not something that's just going to be lost by the British media or the yeah. world media. So. Um, anyway, which team are you on? It's Megan, isn't it? It's Megan. Megan. They've got an E. It's mm. Megan and Harry. Or the Are they against the Royals? Is it like two teams now? It's them versus the Royals? Because yeah. she said she still has a great relationship with the Queen. I think that's the most important person. Obviously it is. So who are you? which side are you on? What do you reckon? Pick your um, allies wisely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tonight we are very much more important than that. We're putting together our top fours. Who do you think will be in the top four? This year, uh, we got a text last night from, I think it was from Michelle, who said, this is my top 10. No, we don't want your top 10. We want you to get more specific than that. Your top four. Yeah, it's but tough. the top 10 means she, she's got eight in mind. She can't, can't fit them you, all you in. You can't have eight teams in your top, which is really difficult. And I've had to make some tough decisions here to come up with my top four. We'll, we'll do ours. You haven't even put yours together yet, Sats. Yes, I have. No, but you, along the way, you've said every second team we talk about will make the top four. So the top ten last night was uh, South Raiders, Penrith, Storm, Eels, Roosters, Titans, and Cowboys in eighth. <laughs> was this from? But the Knights and Warriors, ninth and tenth. That's from Michelle. No, sorry, Emily from Bathurst. Oh, Emily from Bathurst, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Emily. But no, narrow it down. Give us four. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. You can give us a call about it, or you can text us zero four double seven seven three six. Can I ask you seven three six? Really quick one. Yeah. Who's going to be the biggest mover, whether it's down or up in the top eight badge? Do you think? Oh no, I'm working on my top four sets. Biggest mover. That's too hard. Okay, let's do this. Now, time for a Sports Day Sports Update for Pharmacy Sleep Services. Get tested for sleep apnea. Yeah, hey, uh, a few things going on at different clubs. Oh, I see Maddie, Maddie Dufty. Oh, I was interested in this. He, he um, said the environment last year at the Dragons, uh, therefore under Paul McGregor, was toxic. Um, he, uh, he, he said his time, from the time Corey Norman arrived as uh, a rival number one, he never knew if he'd be in the team or out, and, it's, uh, and he's feeling a lot better about himself these days. That's a, that's a harsh word to use when you're talking about the the, uh, the environment or the culture of your club. Yeah, toxic. Break that down into, into two parts. Toxic is a very strong word to use. I, I wouldn't call it toxic. Uh, the Dragons, this is only from a, an outsider looking yes. in. We always saw the the fraternising with the players between Paul McGregor and the relationship between a lot of the players and Paul McGregor always seemed to be a very healthy one. Mm, they just they couldn't just, win games. They weren't getting results and that invariably comes back on the senior playing group and the coach. Mm. So I, I don't think – and, again, we don't know internally whether it was toxic or not. 
The other one is I didn't know whether I was in the team or not. Now, sometimes you want that mindset amongst your playing your players, especially some of your key players. They, it's what drives the really good players to stay on top of their game and, and become a player that is always one of the first picked each and every week, a player that you can rely upon. So, But on the toxic one, Badge, uh, and I don't know whether you've, you've been involved in a lot of successful clubs throughout your career, and whether it's Origin, whether it's the Canberra Raiders or back in the Brisbane days at South Magpies. And I don't know whether you've been involved in a club that had a toxic environment internally. I remember at the Gold Coast, sorry, at the uh, Penrith Panthers in 2001, we got the wooden spoon. We were horrible. But when we'd win a game, we looked like we were a team that had a lot of camaraderie, a lot of unity, and we'd, yeah, everyone mm. celebrating. But internally, it was a fractured dressing room. We had half a team that that didn't like the rumblings that were happening behind closed doors, the the movements to try and oust the coach, Roy Simmons. And there was a, a, a small fraction of players who were doing everything they can to get a huge change within the, the club moving forward. Now, Sounds like Brisbane last year. Well, Johnny Lang came in and invariably it was the, the right decision, but it was it was how it was done, which what became very toxic. So we don't know what Matty Dufty is alluding to when mm. he uses the word toxic. Now, you may be right. He might have wanted to use a in hindsight, a better word? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that suits, but, um, yeah, hopefully they're they're better than their trial form suggested, mm. the, uh, the the Dragons. Um, Cam Smith's heading back to Melbourne. Big news. <laughs> Did you know that, Sats? Yeah, I do. But not what everyone's probably thinking. Because they're going to unveil a st- statue of him, Billy Slater. Mm. Are they two different statues or is there one? Is it, is it like the Winx statue that, at Rose Hill that's got Hugh Bowman on board? Is, are they celebrating together or, or are they, they got two I think different it's got, I think it'll be a, a moment that's been captured in photo, mm. between, like a little bit like Norm Proven and, and Arthur Summons. Celebrating I think, a, a try or something. Yeah, I think it'll be something that, where they've both um, – I remember after the 2017 grand final, there was a really good image of when Billy picked up Cam off the ground at full time and they're both looking at each other, sort of yelling at yeah. each other's face. Yeah. Maybe that We've might be it. it. Cooper Cronk, surprising. Like, I thought he would have got a statue. Because he went to the Roosters and won mm. a comp against Melbourne. Did that play against him? I'm not Don't quite really. sure. He's highly respected at anyway, both clubs. Anyway, Cam's going back there. This is tomorrow night, but he won't be staying around to catch up with his teammates and won't be there for the uh, the clash with the South Sydney Rabbitohs the following night. Mm. It's been it's been bizarre, isn't it? Cam finishing, but but not definitely finished or retired or anything. We that just is don't bizarre know. that he's not going to be there for it's, the first game the year after the he's whole, finished playing at the, the club. The whole thing is so different. The way he's just drifted off and okay, rushed everyone, and I'm going to start another conspiracy theory. Here. Okay, by him staying at and around to watch the South Sydney game at Amy Park, mm. and him, he'll be plastered all across the the screens and the papers the next day. Does that mean that he's going to play with another club and him being at the Melbourne Storm is conflicting? Not at all. No? It's okay. nothing like right that on. at all. But anyway, I'm just trying to start you, an you argument. Are, you're like, trying to start something. It's not working. Know. Now, I want you to talk to me a little bit more about uh, Shana Jack last night. Yep. And, and you know a lot about it, uh, about the case, and uh, a lot more than most people do through um, some work that you've done. Um, what do we learn from that interview last night and our interview, our chat with her, but that interview or the stuff that was on, on the Australian story last night, I think we all learned or believe that she has been – she's paid a very heavy price mm. for, for something that um, was never – she's never intentionally digested anything. And 
Was it even was it ever going to make a difference, the, the amount that was found in the system? It's a good point you make because, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, what we learnt last night, I think, from last night's show is that it outlined drug testing protocols probably need some fine-tuning, some tweaking um, that allows an argument that it's just not black and white. And there's a lot of extenuating um, circumstances surrounding tests um, and how people do have minute samples within their their urine or blood samples, whatever it may be. And I think Shona Jack, amongst other athletes around the world, and from our chat with her yesterday, I think one thing m- needs to be made clear, which actually wasn't outlined in that in that documentary last night and also when we spoke to Shana yesterday, is that she's not looking for a pardon or an exoneration. No. She was given four years. It was downgraded to two years. And she's now going to be slapped with another f- possible four years on top of that. So we'll go back to the original sentence, four years. She's just saying, I had it in my system. I unknowingly had it in my system. I can't argue that I had it in my system. So I'm willing to accept the two years as much as it, it hurts me. Now, it's interesting when you say about – yeah, you just I think it's also about, about the system needing to be to, – to move with the times where inadvertent ingestion or, or, uh, or something being found in your body which is unknowingly, it's minute, it's tiny – how can you have the same punishment and protocols around that as someone like they kept referring to, like Lance Armstrong? Exactly. You just can't. Yeah. It's just not right. The system has to be looked at. And someone like Shana Jack and any other swimmer and any other athlete, this could happen to them. Any sports person in, 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 our, in our footy codes, this is the sort of thing that could happen to them just because um, they inadvertently – and don't even know how this substance. I completely believe, Shane. She does not know how this got in her system. Do you know what, Badge? Once upon a time, I just thought if you've got drugs in your system, you need to be given maximum sentence, whatever that sentence may be. But working on this as closely as what I have away from our show tonight uh, and each and every night, um, it now has transformed my my thinking around how this needs to um, how this needs to play out. Now, really, just quickly on the question about would have it made a difference? It wouldn't have made a difference. It was so minute what she had in her sample. Now, she got tested in – this is in 2019. She got tested in 26th of June 2019. That was the one that came back positive when she went to the World Champs a couple of weeks later. But before that leading into that, she was tested in March, April, and May. So a month before the final test, four times in three months she was tested. Why would you run the gauntlet and – take a performance-enhancing drug leading into the World Championships. And there were some really – That really, also takes a fair while to get into your system and you, you have to get to, a benefit from. And f- to get the benefit from it, you have to be on it for at least eight to 12 weeks. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make we, sense at all. I'd love your opinion. Uh, listeners, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. 42 Give us a call or you can text us on 0477-736-736. Can I just quickly say, she could have had the ban lifted by using what they call the intimate defence – which is my boyfriend plays registered hockey, which, which he does, and he uses it. And we had sex um, as I, and it entered my system that way. I then went away to the camp and I got tested and I came back positive. There have been so many precedents around the world where athletes have Use had their that. bands lifted. But, She's just said, well, that's I'm not, not going to allow my boyfriend mm. to miss out on competition hockey for four years and I'm not going to put the blame on him. So she could have taken the easy road yes, and she didn't. but that's not true yet. Okay, before we go to a break, uh, what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats? Uh, Channel 7's 
SAS Australia, massive hit last year. It was huge. huge. It was yeah. very. It was one of the best reality TV shows I've ever seen. Now, there's rumours that the following celebrities are going to be in this year's show. Michael Clark, you'll be cheering him on sets. His ex, Kylie. Oh, really? <laughs> Ian Thorpe. Oh, that'd be good. Pete Evans. Pete Evans? Sam Burgess. I think Sammy might be there. He's looking fit. He's looking fit. Who would you like to see in SAS Australia? Give us a buzz. 0477-736-736. Snoring, waking up, tired. Found a... Find out if you have sleep apnea. Book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sorento. Back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. A short pass. Nick Arima and he's in for try number three. Alex Glenn. Yeah, we've got him on the line, Alex Glenn. He's one of the most reliable players in the NRL and he's also the skipper of the Brisbane Broncos ahead of the big clash against the Parramatta Eels this weekend. Alex Glenn, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. It's my pleasure, fellas. Thank you for having me on. No, you're always great to talk to um, off the field and you're always giving with your time. But before we get into the rugby league stuff, I want to talk about some you know, things that are close to your heart. You've had a really big preseason, haven't you? Because you've got a new bub, Oakley, a boy who was born in January, and, yep. and your boy Miller's first year, of, first year of prep school. Is that right? Yep, correct, correct. And he's absolutely loving it. Um, you know, it's one of those things when, when they go to, I guess, big kids' school and um, you, you always worry how, how they're going to go because they're there five days a week, you know, six hours of the day, and he's actually thriving. He, he loves it, absolutely loves it. I heard he's a little kook yeah, as well. Good. He's a little kook, he's a little surfer, and, and we were talking to you just before. <laughs> you're on your way. Is it, is it Miller that's his first year of footy? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm on my way to uh, Miller's first, uh, training practice down at Burley Bears, so um, he's pumped. He's he's uh, the missus reckoned he he rock, woke up this morning, put his footy boots straight on, and wanted to go to training before he went to school. So <laughs> he's super pumped, man. He can't wait. So oh, I love it. They are they are so much fun, aren't they? When your kids play footy, to watch them. Run. Are you involved at all, Alex? Are you you coaching, helping out, or anything down there? Oh, I, I put my name down as a volunteer to help out where I could, but with our training schedules and that, um, I couldn't commit to the whole coaching thing. Um, but any 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 time that I can give to the the footy team, then I'm I'm all for it. Sure, you got your hands full with the uh, leading the Brisbane Broncos. Congratulations, mate! Um, the side announced uh, this afternoon the first game in a couple of nights against Parramatta. Uh, how how has the preparation been? Given that. It's completely different, I imagine, under Kevy Walters. Yeah, the preparation's been unreal. And, um, you know, Kevy, Kevy's really simplified everything. Um, you know, we've done all the hard work in the preseason. So this week, it's, it's just manufacturing how we want to, you know, execute on the weekend. And, you know, our big focus is our defence. Obviously, the team we're coming up against has put big numbers against us in the last you know, two years. Mm. So, um, you know, we, we really want to focus on our defence and, um, you know, lock them down, um, you know, them defensively. And then we, we're not worried about our attack. You know, we've got 
so much strike force across our field that we know we can score points. So our biggest game and our focus has been our D this week. And, um, you know, it's our second day in preparation today. And we've, we've been training really well. So it's good so far. It's always difficult when, you know, early in the year, there's so many players to choose from. And it's a tough one for coaches and, and for teammates alike. Um, Brody Croft got the nod over Tom Dearden. How, was, how did young Tom handle that being named on the extended bench, not making the 17? Yeah, Tom, the the good thing about Tom, man, is he he doesn't take things to heart. You know, when he didn't get a uh, name in the squad decide, he, he was, um, you know, obviously he was a little bit disappointed, but, you know, he got straight into the mode of, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to focus on a quality game himself, um, work on his fundamentals, because at the end of the day, he's still very young. He's still got a long career ahead of him, and he's very mature um, when it comes to footy. Um, you know, so like he just focused on um, training well against us this week, and he has been doing that. Um, and you know, Brody, Brody Croft got the first dip, so it's a great competition. I, I think you know, in footy, you know, doesn't matter what position you want, you want that friendly competition to push you to try and be the better player. So um, you know, Tommy Dearden, he's he's just got on with the situation, um, you know, and I know you know he'll, he'll get an opportunity with us sometime this year. Hey Alex, you've sat back and you've been able to see a lot of good young back rowers come through the Brisbane Broncos and you've played against a lot of really good young back rowers as well. Now not a lot of people would know much about your back row partner Jordan Ricky. We saw him in the All-Stars match a couple of weeks ago but give us a bit of an insight of Jordan Ricky and what we expect to see from him in 2021 when he gets thrown into the furnace. Yeah, Jordan Ricky, he's a player that I see with a big future. Um, you know, he's a very humble guy. He's from Christchurch, um, come over here to play rugby league. And, um, you know, he's just one of those players that you want in your team because when he comes to training, he's like a sponge that just wants to absorb and soak up everything um, from, you know, p- players and teammates around him. And he's always, he's always willing to learn. Um, he's not a player that comes into the team knowing that he or comes into a team thinking he knows everything. He's just like a sponge, and he's up constantly asking me questions, asking for feedback about how he trains, and that's what you want from your young fellas. Um, you know, and obviously you, everyone's seen uh, the talents that he produced in the All-Stars game. I thought he, he was um, outstanding, very consistent throughout the whole game, and, um, you know, it's just it's just going to set him up for, for a great year ahead, but... Um, but the most important thing I said to Ricky is just, you know, trying to be consistently great every single week. Um, that's the hardest part about being a professional athlete. Um, so, you know, I'm, I've got him under the wing. I'm going to be working close with him. And, um, you know, I look forward to, you know, what we can do on the field together. Now, one of the really good signings, off-season signings in the NRL, I think flew under the radar. And I think you guys got him, Alex. And I'm talking about John Asiata. Now, we want the bench to make a difference when they come on. Will we see the Broncos play a completely different style of footy when John Asiata comes on because of his skill level? Yeah, but the, the, it's very handy having Johnny on the, on the bench. Um, you know, he can cover all positions. And, you know, we, as, a, as a player like him, you know, he's like a, he's like a third back, um, you know, third halfback out there. So when he comes in, there'll be obviously a lot of playmaking coming from him. Um, and, you know, I think the way that we're going to start this game with Lodgy and Tavita up the front is that we, we just want to, you know, powerhouse through the middle, 
um, you know, get some field position. And then when Johnny comes on, that's when we'll look to start playing some shape off yeah. him uh, because his skill is so good. Um, but it's one of those things, like, we, we had one full um, trial game against the Cowboys last week. So it's going to take a couple of weeks, I reckon, to get, um, you know, our, our patterns and, you know, our rotations right. Um, but, you know, having Johnny come on, a, a lot of our, our shifting shapes and all that will definitely come from him. Now, you haven't got Payne Haas, um, who most of the last year or two has been your best forward. You haven't got him for the first three weeks. That's going to be a, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's a big loss for us. Uh, Pino's a huge strike force for our pack and um, the metres he, he gains for us. So it's definitely a big, big loss for us. Um, but in saying that, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with the squad that we're putting out, you know, this Friday night. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of players have, um, you know, got many games in them from last, last season and um, learned some tough lessons about, you know, what it's like to be a first grade player. And, mm. um, you know, Thomas Flegler, you know, like I said, those two, Matt Lodge and Tabita Pango leading up the front. Then you've got Paddy Carrigan, who um, was one of our best last year as well. Um, you know, I'm very comfortable with those three leading our pack um, to, to kick off the season. But, you know, once we get Paino back into our squad, it's just going to add so much strike force. And for players like Jake Turpin to, to run off him, it's going to be very, very powerful. Yeah, no doubt at all. Now, we said off the top, you named as captain again for the uh, for the Broncos. That was last week. What what do you think got you across the line? Were you, were you mowing Kevy's lawns, getting him coffees? What What did you have to do to to get the nod to be the skipper of the club? Yeah, I just bought coffees every morning. <laughs> how does he have <laughs> nah, it? I'm joking. Um, <laughs> how does he have it? Yeah. White extra shot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you got it down pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was more so, um, you know, I just, I guess when he, when he named me as captain and he was telling the boys, um, um, you know, I'm one of the pinnacles of when it comes to a Brisbane Broncos player. You know, you consistently go out there and wear the jersey of pride. Um, you never let your teammates down. And I thought it was it was a very humbling, um, you know, moment for myself when when you got your head coach, you know, uh, rattling off things about yourself. And yeah. you know, for me, it's just um, when I went into preseason, you know, and he said that he wants to have a good look at who's the leaders in our team, it was a great challenge for me. I never go into a situation expecting to be given a role or given a position or a jersey. I love to earn it. So it was a great challenge for me to, to prove my worth to Kevy. Even though we've worked together in 215, 216, um, you know, I just wanted to prove my worth. And, um, you know, I, I'm a person that likes to go out and lead through my actions. I don't like to talk too much talk. Um, I feel like you get a, a message across when you're leading from the front through your actions. And that's all I did this preseason was just trained hard, worked hard, mentored a lot of the younger boys, um, you know, through my experience. And, yeah, I was lucky enough to get the opportunity again, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. You know, you moved to the, to the Gold Coast as a, as a teenager, Alex, and then soon, not long after that became a Brisbane Bronco. You've been there pretty much your whole life. And I know how much the jersey means to you. So when you haven't been getting the results that you're used to as a player, especially last year, and then seeing rugby league fans criticise the club heavily the way they have over the last 12 months, how much does that hurt you personally? 
Yeah, personally, it was it was very tough. Um, I think the thing that, or the comment that hurt me the most was, um, you know, everyone was tossing around that we didn't care for the jersey. Um, that that really hurt because we were out there training so hard every week, um, you know, to try and get the two points, and we were still coming up short. Um, and it was very disappointing. And you know, when you when you when you're in a team that's got you know Brisbane City, we're one club city, and um, you know the media's in our face. And when you lose, you know what's ahead of you um, coming up in that week. And I guess the biggest challenge was just keeping our group tight and our four walls at the club. We knew what we could do. We knew the the, the strike force that we had in our team. But things just weren't working out. And obviously, injury had a big toll. We had many stars that were injured um, for the majority of the year. But it was still no excuse for what we were, we were tossing up. And um, you know, the greatest thing since having Kevy back is he alluded that straight away. He said, I'm a winner. And if you're not willing to sacrifice for this team um, to, to be a winner and to get back to success, well, there's the door. And if you know, like everyone just bought into his concept and um, it's, it's been brutal honesty right from the start and I think it's been amazing. That's why we started our preseason on the front foot and, you know, I'm just excited for what's ahead for this year. Mm. Yeah, well, if, if the play, I mean, I saw a few games last year where you were up against it and if the, if you get the rest of the players giving as much as you were, Alex, you're, you're onto a good thing, mate. So we know you're going to lead by example and good luck. Good luck on, uh, on Friday night. Thanks, fellas. It's always a pleasure, mate, and I'm looking forward to a big 2021. What a champion. He is Alex Glenn, and, uh, yeah, hopefully he can turn things around at that club, the Brisbane Broncos. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento winner of car sales, Car of the Year. Our hot topic next, we're talking about, well, plenty of things, including Boogie, Megan and Harry, uh, (laughs) bad golfers, and, and our top fours. We'll tell you all about it next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For red energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. One of our hot topics has fallen flat, very flat tonight. Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here with you and the other, our top fours for the premier our mm. predictions for the uh, the premierships uh, premiership sets but Craig is um, he's kind of set us straight here sets yeah well zero four double seven seven three six seven three six g'day guys Craig here got to be honest with you you nearly lost me when you started the show talking about the Oprah Markle interview <laughs> well <laughs> we these two nearly lost me also Craig uh, Not I was me. about to drop your show but by the time I went to the fridge and got a nail. You guys are talking footy again, so it's all good. Keep on keeping on, fellas. Thanks, Craig. Has Craig sent his top four he hasn't. insats? I don't think he has, has he? All right. Mm. Um, well, hit me up. Now, before the show, at the start of the show, you said you've, you've got your top four. Mm. It's tricky because you've got to leave out some good sides. Well, Danger from Cairns, his top four on the text line is number one, Melbourne, second, South, 
third Parramatta, Gold Coast fourth. Gold Coast. Yeah. I, Gold Coast could be one of those teams no that will finish in the top four or in the bottom four. You just don't know. He's got no Roosters, no Raiders, no, no. It's uh It's tricky. But, you know, there, there could be a, uh, a smoky. We kind of, you know, I kind of tend to go with teams that have been there uh, before. Yep. And I, I, I can't leave Melbourne out, even without Cameron Smith. I just I, can't I leave can. him out of the top four. I can. I've got Melbourne, Penrith, Rabbitohs and Raiders. But there you go. Rabbitohs uh, and Raiders. So that, say that again. No, Ro- Melbourne, Penrith, Rabbitohs, Raiders. So the really the difficult ones for me were the uh, the, the uh, Eels and the Roosters, who I yep. think will be thereabouts. Mm. Um, is it Steph from – no, Wendy from Young. Boys, I'm going my first upset, round one, South to beat the Storm, and my top four, South, Raiders, Storm, Roosters. South, Raiders, Storm, Roosters. Okay, so I'm – I'm leaving the storm out of my four. I think they're finishing fifth. Uh, I've got uh, Parramatta finishing fourth. I've got Panthers third after the regular season. I've got Rabbits second, and my minor premiers are Canberra. The reason Melbourne Storm, and I know they've got the best coach in the game, both he and Bennett. Mm. I know they've still got a really classy lineup. Losing the greatest player arguably, that we've ever seen, leaves a massive hole in those clutch moments in games when he just holds his composure and knows when to pull the trigger. So mm. I think they're going to take a while before they get they get used to that. They've got to – in the next three years, they'll, they'll be the big three again, which will be Harry Grant, Cameron Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen. They continue mm. to keep unearthing these these great trios. So, But I just think in the meantime, they're really going to struggle without that – the guy that's been there for 19 seasons. So maybe it hasn't. Seasons. Maybe it hasn't been Craig Bellamy that's got them to win these 18 straight round one matches. Maybe it's Cameron well, Smith. Well, Cameron gets them to. The, sorry, Craig gets them to the starting line. Cameron takes yep. over from there when he's on the field. So, and they're not going to have that mm. unless Bellyache puts a jersey on and jumps in a dummy half and uses that old back of his, <laughs> bends over and and uh, service from dummy half. But outside of that, I think, uh, yeah, I think Canberra minor premiers, Rabbits, Panthers and Para. All righty. Tell us what you think. uh, 1-342-1533. Oh, the text is better tonight. 0477-736-736. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento winner. Keep saying this. Winner of car sales, car of the year. We'll come back. Team list Tuesday. All the ins and outs. The, uh, well, the new players, how are they going to, are they going to be in your side? First round, we'll tell you soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season, on now with match-winning deals. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Badge. And don't forget to shop for authentic Aussie products. Choose Australian made. And it's Teamless Tuesday for the first time in 2021. Of course, we start the season with an absolute blockbuster. I'm not going to say that phrase that everyone uses? Oh, it's an absolute cracker. Okay. It's an absolute blockbuster. <laughs> the Melbourne Storm up against the Rabbitohs, two of the Premiership favourites, and it's played at Amy Park in front of 50% of the crowds in Melbourne. That's uh, 15,000 people at Amy Park. And, of course, this is their first game in 18 months mm. in front of their fans. So um, 
it will pick apart the teams, the uh, the juicy matchups and some of the uh, key positions that have been won by by different players. Now I'll start off with the Storm and the Rabbitohs badge, if you don't mind. Um, as we said, Thursday night Go is the first it, game, and uh, with some of the positions, a lot of them work themselves out. But the players that are out for the Melbourne Storm, Harry Grant for the first four weeks, Dale Finucane for anywhere up to six to seven weeks, and Branko Lee is going to miss round one. So their new signing, Remus Smith, goes into the centres. George Jennings goes on to the wing, and um, the rest of the Melbourne Melbourne team looks pretty much the same as we see most weeks uh, without Cameron Smith, of course. The Rabbitohs, well, Josh Mansell, he won that uh, wing position. Uh, Alex Johnson, of course, is the other winger. Dane Gagai, Campbell Graham in the centres. Of course, Latron Mitchell in his form in the preseason was was always going to be there and coming back from that, that bad hamstring injury. The Ford Pack, again, is much the same. Of course, they signed Jai Arrow badge, didn't they, over the uh, preseason? Yep. He is in the side, but he's on the bench. Yeah, Jersey but that's all right. 17 Being and a bench player is not like 20 years ago when you yeah. might, might or might not get a run. It's always going to be interesting where he plays, but what dynamic? Because you've mm. got two big front rows in Burgess and Totola. You've got uh, Kula Matangi coming off the bench. And then you've got Cameron Murray in, in the locks position. So it's yeah. going to be interesting what role Joel yeah, is going to play. In. Benji Marshall, jersey number 14 for the, the Bunnies. He's going to play that role pretty much the whole season, I think. Now, yeah. We spoke about it last night, Badge, and if you weren't listening, we spoke about Pappenhaus and Latrell Mitchell, key matchup. For me, the other most obvious one is Cam Munster up against Cody Walker. Oh, yeah, there'll be some mm. huge ones there. Friday night, Knights and uh, Bulldogs get their season underway in Newcastle. Uh, no Caelan uh, Ponga, uh, no Lachlan Fitzgibbon as well for mm. the Knights. Tex Hoy in the number one jersey. Suaso Su, the, uh, one of the new faces, he's in jersey 14. For the Knights, and gee, some, some good clashes. The Bulldogs, they've had a big turnover, and they've got some good young players or some, some very good buys here. Corey Allen at fullback. Nick Kotrick has got uh, a spot in the centres. Uh, disappointed he left the Raiders. Kyle Flanagan at halfback for the, for the Bulldogs. Jack Hetherington. That's a good-looking side. Up front, and Corey Waddell in the back mm. row. Yeah, oh, the big clash for me will be up front. Jack Hetherington, fiery. And Daniel Saifidi, didn't he play some good football last year? So up front in those uh, the forwards, I think we could some uh, have some fantastic hey, clashes. Badge, interesting for the, the Knights, jersey number 13, Connor Watson, who's usually that utility, really quick sort of dummy half, halfback. Mm. Obviously a bit of 5'8", as well. Yeah, obviously with the new rules. It's going to be all up tempo about the Knights. Mm. Just having like a, a second hooker, Jaden Braley and Connor Watson, just hovering around the play the ball. Yes. Yeah. What's happening in that late game on Friday? Broncos hosting the Eels. Yeah, it's an interesting one. This one, we don't know what we're going to get from the Broncos, and many are thinking they will be bottom two again. I'm one of those. Um, and the Eels have always put big numbers up against the Broncos. Now, uh, with the Broncos, um, that that number seven jersey, Brody Croft or Tom Deard, and it's been won by Brody Croft, Anthony Milford. Is playing, and uh, young Tessie New, very exciting young centre. Forward Packers without Payne Huss, of course, and that young Jordan Ricky, uh, who Alex Glenn spoke about, he's in the back row as well with, with Alex Glenn, and uh, with Parramatta. Well, of course, there's no Michael Jennings; he's still out, still yes. on the sidelines under that uh, the performance enhancing drug samples that that came back positive. But Tom Opechik is their off season buy; he moves the centre position. Really impressive side when you look at it on paper. And Isaiah Papali'i is their New Zealand Warriors uh, signing. He's onto the bench. Again, talk about matchups. It's For me, it's the front rows. Tavita Pangai Jr., Matty Lodge up against Regan Campbell-Gillard, Jr. Paulo. Mm. Okay, Warriors and Titans uh, kick off a Saturday uh, footy. 
three o'clock uh, on the Central Coast. Warriors, um, Ewan Aitken comes into the side, Adam Fanua Blake, Wade Egan, Bailey Sirenen. Uh, I think that, that will really help their uh, their chances. They bought pretty well there. And, of course, it's Roger Tuavasa's checks Sheck's last season. Uh, his clash with um, Alexander Brimson. Yeah. That'll be outstanding. Mm. And and on the other side of the, the ledger, Patrick Herbert left the Warriors. He's up against his old side straight up in the centres. He's a good player. I'm surprised that Very uh, good player. he was allowed to go. And, of course, they've got uh, David Fafida and uh, Fasua Malaawi in the uh, 12 and 13 jerseys for the Titans. A couple of surprises. Herman Essiesi has missed out, and so has young Sam McIntyre. Yeah. They're, they're signing from the Tigers. So that shows how much depth mm. the Titans have got. That should be a great game. But the, the clash of the fullbacks, the clash of the uh, the number 10s, Jermaine to Noah Brown. What a year he had for the Warriors last year and big Mo Fodawaika up front. Yeah, yeah. now the uh, 4.30 game. Is at the SCG, the Roosters up against the Sea Eagles. Now, uh, the Roosters, the big question was who's going to partner Luke Keary in the halves? Who's going to wear jersey number seven? Roosters fans, Luke Keary's going to wear jersey number seven. Lockie Lamb, jersey number six. Yeah. Sam Walker on the extended bench. And again, it's the usual suspects. But uh, Jarry Hargraves, and I'm not sure whether he's returning from injury or that it's wanted youth, with Lindsay Collins as starting in the front row with Takiaho and. Um, JWH is on the bench. And with Manly, well, Dylan Walker's in place of uh, Tommy Trebojevic. Oh, Dylan Walker's going to start at fullback. Fullback, yeah. Okay, good stuff. Right, mm. Panthers and uh, Cowboys next up. Uh, the late game on Saturday night. Momorowski comes in for the Panthers. Matt Eisenhuth on the bench there. Pretty much the same side they had uh, late last year. And the Cowboys. Drinkwater, Scott Drinkwater's got the fullback jersey, Valentine Holmes. Their big signing last year is starting the season on the wing. Mm. Tigers fans, what do you think about Moses Umbai being being named at jersey number six as well? Give us a call or a text on 0477 736 736. And the first game on Sunday is the, Dra- oh, no, is the, the Raiders, and the, Raiders and the Tigers, I should say. And that Moses Umbai jersey is the one that everyone was wondering who was going to play in that number six jersey. Well, he's won that. And, uh, of course, James Roberts, BJ Lalua, possible, possibly one of the most dangerous, potentially one of the most dangerous centre pairings in the competition on their day. Yep. And James Tamo and Joe Offen and Gow, they'll open up the game in the front row, two of their off-season signings. For the Canberra Raiders, well, Josh Hodgson's back. Um, again, uh, with Bateman missing and going back to England, Hudson Young has won that jersey, number 11. And... After three reconstructions to his knee, Ryan James jerseys number 17. Good on him. Uh, and the last game, Dragons and Sharks from uh, Netstrata Jubilee. Dragon Jack Bird comes into the Dragons' uh, centre position. Adam Clunes won the 5-8 spot. Andrew McCulloch named in uh, at hooker, of course. Big signing. Farmer Sully uh, on the bench. For the Sharks, not much change at all no, from no. last year. Aidan Tolman onto the bench for them. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, going to be interesting. They have to wait until Sunday night, 6.15, before they get their first round of the competition, the Dragons mm-hmm. and the Sharks. Okay, shop for authentic Aussie products. The Australian-made kangaroo certification is the logo. The nation trusts. Good stuff, Sats. We're going to do that every Tuesday when we get the teams out. This is Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento has just been crowned car sales car of the year. You're listening.
listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.